What's up, everybody? It's your girl, Whitney B, and we are back with the seventh episode of Sports Talk with Whitney B, and I am so excited to be here, y'all. I know I say that every week, but every week I mean it. I'm really excited to be here, and I'm really thankful for all of you. Like, all of the feedback, all of the comments, everything, I say it all the time, I appreciate it, but I really do work. I hope y'all can see that I've been using y'all feedback and actually get into it. So without further ado, we're going to kick this show off, y'all, because I got a good one. I got a good one today. All right, again, welcome back to the seventh episode of Sports Talk with your girl, me, Whitney B., I really am excited. This is why I'm excited, and I'm going to start off in excitement, even though I probably don't look excited. Here I go. I look excited now. But um, the Lions picked who I said they was going to pick, y'all. I don't know. See, I was doing my draft research, and I was like, like, you know, just looking at what I felt like the teams needed and where they was going to go. And honestly... I couldn't have done better for myself than to give the Lions that number seventh overall pick with Panay Swell, but baby, and he is super excited to be here, y'all. I am, when I say the Lions is really giving it to us, the Lions is really giving it to us, y'all. They drafted Panay Sewell in the first round. Can you believe that he fell to number seven anyway? That is really shocking to me, and I'm so happy, but... I also heard that the Lions was interested in scouting him anyway and that he was number two on their list. So that's also exciting for the Lions. Now, I saw a video um, <clears throat> where TJ Lang actually came out to say how happy he was to even see him here in Detroit and that he, you know, had the pick. But Sewell, he like, okay, I'm happy. And I'm, I'm happy to hear all the praise and what everybody is saying, but I wanted to prove myself. And I love that he wants to prove himself now on the screen y'all y'all can see um where the lions drafted um all of their uh draft picks in the draft this year so i'm i'm happy the lions <clears throat> excuse me addressed the offense and the defense we also got a wide receiver even though some people wasn't happy <clears throat> excuse me about the placement where we got the wide receiver but it's cool i feel like the lions are on the on a come up to doing what they said they wanted to do now, you guys see the second, um, in the second round, they drafted Levi O. I'm, I'm not going to mess up his name. I'm going to just call him Levi O. He's a defensive tackle. Y'all, Levi so turned up. Um, he, he was doing the video with Sports Illustrated. They was asking him questions about what he liked to do. And this is a little bit about what Levi said. I got a real quick clip. Listen. I was pretty shocked. Uh, I got some insight that. That might be coming, but uh, I mean, I, I was still shocked when I have it. I'm happy now. I like to people up. I like to get off the line and just put my helmet or my hands on an offensive lineman and up an offensive scheme pretty much. I like pushing them back two, three yards and just making them feel like. Now, if that is not the thing that's going to excite us, y'all, what? Like. If that's not the Dan Campbell way, I don't know what else could be the Dan Campbell way. He coming in already like he liking to mess people up. He want to push them linemen back. He want to get people off the edge. He don't, they don't, they not going to see him coming. I said, oh, 
the Lions, they they draft the right person. That's he he's definitely going to be biting kneecaps. I, I can't wait to see the first kneecap that he bite because Levi O. Levi O. is definitely the kneecap biter. Okay, um, take my word for it, and this is why. Um, Brad Holmes and Dan Campbell and them. That's why they went again. Um, went on out and got him because we needed him. We need that attitude here in Detroit. And it seems like a lot of the people that they got is for the culture, for this new culture, ready to build, ready to be a winner. And I'm so excited. Like usually, you would think that people would be sad to be drafted to a team that's not doing so good or it's not projected to do so good even for this season. But instead, these guys are coming in hype, hype. Ready, ready, ready for it all. And then what's crazy is, y'all know, um, they talking about Aaron Rodgers. One, he went out of Green Bay. You know, it, it, that that is great news because that puts um, Jared Goff in a position to be the number one quarterback in our division. Um, we, I know a lot of people was upset with that stuff with Justin Fields, the Lions not drafting Justin Fields, and then him going to Chicago. But honestly, y'all. For real, I'm now me, and this may be a bias, you know, because y'all y'all know I love Michigan, go blue. But in in NFL, it's not that these players come out of Ohio State and ball out and do good anyway. So, I mean, good luck. But mm, we need Aaron Rodgers out so that golf could be that number one. Um, and I'm excited, and it's it's it talks about Denver and. That's cool. Um, Aaron Rodgers is, is cool with the cold states anyway. It's not like he going nowhere where he ain't going to be. It's not going to – he's not used to it. It's basically the same. So I think that, you know, Denver might be a good spot for him. I had to, actually saw earlier um, Richard Sherman was saying Washington, and I said, oof, Washington. Now, Washington may really be the spot because basically all they need is an Aaron Rodgers, and that they could very much well go all the way, but – we just need him out of Green Bay. That's all I know about that. <coughs> Excuse me, y'all. That came out of nowhere. Now, moving on, um, we're going to stick on the draft, but I'm going to move on a little bit to Deion Sanders because in the NFL draft, um, Deion Sanders wasn't too happy this season because for some of you that don't know, Deion Sanders is the head coach at Jackson State University, which is an HBCU. Now, the report came out that out of all 259 picks, none of them were um, HBCU players. So he went on social media, as you guys can see um, there in front of you. And if you can't see the screen, if you're listening, his quote says, and we have the audacity to hate on one another while our kids are being neglected and rejected. I witnessed the multitude of kids that we played against that were more than qualified to be drafted. My prayers is that are that this won't ever happen again. Get your knife out my back and fight me, not against me. Now, if you guys remember um, a little bit ago, I did report on uh, Hersey Miller, Masterpiece Son, going to Tennessee State University to play basketball. And his goal in that was to get the spotlight on more HBCUs. I understand what Deion Sanders is saying here and what's going on because it's like in our culture, we want to push our kids to go to these schools, um, support your culture, 
go and do this, but then if they want to play professional sports, it's almost like they have to go to other schools because then they'll have the chance to be drafted and do other things. And it's kind of, it's a, it's really, I don't know, like that, I don't know, because it's almost like we just want our kids to have the best opportunity that they can that they can have, but what what's fair and what's not fair? Like in back in a lot of NFL drafts or in, even NBA drafts, like how many times or how how much do HBCU students get drafted? And I I really want to see the NFL change that. Um, but also we have to go to these schools because these players are going to be the same players regardless if they go to USC or Howard. The point is they have to want to go to these HBCUs, I feel, and ball out so that the scouts can start looking. So we just got to, I guess, you know, push our kids to go there more so that the spotlight, as Hersey Miller said, can be back on HBCUs. And it's it's really not fair. And I, I really hate to see that because it's then it's like, what is where is this talent going to go or what's going to happen? And that's why also with sports, we got to push like sports is number one. But it's only a small percentage of college students that go on to play professional sports anyway. So is the sport the number one thing or is it getting the education? Like we got to make sure it's it's a catch-22 here. Like, okay, so I didn't play football in the NFL, but I do have my degree. So now I can work here, start this business or do that. So we have to make sure we're still getting this education as well so that we can have something to fall back on if that don't happen. But, I mean, it's got to be hard, y'all, um, today. Real quick, I am going to shout out my baby because it's her first track meet. She's running track today. And I'm teaching her, you know, at the end of the day, like, this is fun. Do this. But you got to keep an education. You got to make sure your grace is good. No C's, all A's and B's. Um, because it's this is a privilege. And you work hard and you do it. But at the end of the day, it's still about going to school and still having fun. So I got a long road ahead of me. Because my baby is just in the sixth grade. But the fact that she's sticking to it and she's jumping hurdles, that got to be hard, y'all. I jumped hurdles, and I'm I'm not that tall. so. But she's going to be taller than me anyway. I think that she would do a lot better than me. But it's just the fact to even see my daughter want to move back and do the things that I'm, you know, doing. And I, I can be a motivation to her. But I also am a motivation in the education um, situation as well because I do have two master's degrees. And that's something that my daughter do love to brag about. So it's just being that example. So hopefully, you know, when she gets older, she I, I always wanted to go to Tennessee State University. I just didn't go because I was too young. Um, I think I told you guys that in that story as well um, when I did that story on Hersey. But if my daughter decided to go to Tennessee State University, we're just going to all move there. <laughs> like, my husband will be fine with that. We're just going to go. Um, still be family for her so she can live out her dreams. But um, so go, Dion. Um, thank you for coming out and speaking. Uh, we love primetime Dion. Y'all know he is a beast. We love him. So I'm glad that he did come out and address that because, you know, that was cool. I'm going to move on a little bit. And we're going to talk about Franz Wagner. Now, for you guys that don't know who Franz Wagner is, he is a um, starter for University of Michigan uh, men's basketball team. And Franz is not coming back. He's going to the NBA. And I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm so-and-so on that because I feel like, I don't know, like, 
not that Franz, they probably would take Franz in like the second or third round, but maybe if Franz would have went back for that last year, he might have, you know, could have been a first rounder maybe, but I don't know. I just, ooh, I'm, I'm iffy about that y'all. And then when Michigan confirmed it, I was like, dang, this is true. Um, so he going, he going to the draft. That's cool. Um, and what's crazy about um, next season with Michigan State is Amani Bates decommitted. I know I couldn't have been the only one when I read that information. I was like, now it's going to be some people that might agree with me and it's going to be some of y'all that might not. And I'm, you know, I'm very fine with that. Make sure you just still leave a comment or let me know. But I think it has everything to do with Izzo's way of coaching. Um, well, some of uh, to do with Izzo's way of coaching. Because now that the NBA has come out with this G League or they're talking about coming out with this G League and, like, these players can basically go from high school to G League and play for a year, make a little couple dollars, about 500000 or something, and then um, possibly be in the NFL later down the line or whatever the next year or whatever. So, you know, I feel like Amani Bates probably want to do that as well. But um, the G League is not really set in stone. So to come out so early and say you want to decommit to MSU, I think it has a little bit, a little lot of bit to do with Izzo's way of coaching. Like, you can't be just grabbing these players up. Like, this, this guy here probably coaches himself and his brain. Like, this is an all-star um, high school and NBA player. Like, um, if he want to take a step back three and decide that the three is open and he going to go head on, Izzo can't be taking him out the game. And I think people are they're, – they're realizing that. And now he's losing, like, his top recruits. And that's not good. That is not – Good. I'm not, I when I I I just really want to know what's the future for Michigan basketball, y'all. Because to be honest, like I mean, not Michigan basketball, but Michigan State basketball. Because to be honest, Michigan State was literally like a powerhouse team. Like even even for football. <laughs> like I'm not even gonna lie. Like Michigan State, they 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 got it. Okay. And it's like now things are, they're falling off for them. And I just, I don't know, like being from Michigan, period, like you want to root for the teams here. Although I'm, I root more for Michigan. Um, it's not that I just hate state. Um, I just don't want them to beat Michigan. Um, and I definitely want them to beat Ohio State, you know, but, um, I wonder what, what what's going on with the future of that program because will Michigan State fall to be now they're going to always be like the underdogs trying to make it into the tournament or will they go back to being that team that you know we got to break hard because we got to beat them because they were such a powerhouse program like I don't know, y'all. If y'all got something to say about that, please leave me some feedback because I'm really just like, ooh, Amani Bates. Mm. Ooh. Now, y'all seen that stuff about Caitlyn Jenner, huh? If not, it TMZ, you know, got on and posted about Kate. 
Uh, well, no, they didn't post about Kate. They had a video. They asked Kate some questions about um, transgender boys playing female sports. And although it's, that's, you know, that's like a hot topic. I have the clip, actually. So let me go ahead and play the clip for y'all. Hi, Caitlin. So there's legislation in various states to ban biological boys who are trans from playing girls sports in school. What's your opinion on that? Uh, in back. In. This is a question of fairness. That's why I oppose biological boys who are trans competing in girls sports in school. It just isn't fair. And we have to protect girl sports in our but, school. But, but if someone transitions and now identifies as a girl, isn't it delegitimizing their identity to prevent them? Have a them? good day. Now, I'm, um, I'm with Kate. But as you can see, or as you um, may have heard, the transgender model and reality TV actress Shauna Brooks has some choice words for Caitlyn feeling like she should give back her Olympic achievements because she should be leading by example. And although um, she won as Bruce, she's always been Caitlyn on the inside. And y'all, I'm, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on here because well, like, honey, first and foremost, that's not even what Big K said. If anybody don't think that what Caitlyn said is right, I don't know what else to to say. Like, men have a a better advantage over women anyway. They're stronger in a lot of in a lot of ways. So, being a bio, a biological man, especially in a school level, the high school level, and stuff like that, what they which they were talking about. You shouldn't be able to play a female sport. Like, you're going to have the advantage over over them. Like, why not play a man's sport? Or why don't, why don't they just come together with, like, a league for uh, people that's trans so that they can have their place? Like, at this point, we do. We have different bathrooms. Like, everything is accepted. Why not come out with a league for that? Because fair has to be fair. That's just like a guy running against my daughter. Like, no, that's... That's crazy. Like, that's unfair. That's unfair to my daughter. Like, no. But when it comes to what she was saying, I'm like, sis, like, Caitlyn competed in the Olympics as Bruce against other men. Caitlyn, even though Caitlyn was deep down in there, Caitlyn didn't come out as a woman competing against men and won. Bruce, Bruce was Bruce and won against men and he deserved the Olympic medals. Like anything outside of that, 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 that. And I'd be wondering why social media, like why do we even still have social media? Like if you're really not trying to keep up with your friends and figure out what's going on for, for everybody that had moved out of town and stuff like that or promoting your business or stuff like that, like why are we, why? Because it's giving so many people so a platform to just say what the, they want to say, and then it makes no sense. Like, lead by example and give up your Olympic gold medals? Huh? And then you got people, like, agreeing with her, like, how does that make sense? If, if somebody out there agrees with that, please comment. 
and let me know because you got to make it make sense because it, it's not it's not really making sense at least to me you know I don't understand um but you know I I want to wrap the show up y'all because you know that's where we gonna be with it for the first time we got all the way down well actually because last episode was my special NFL draft episode so for the first time we have gotten to a real episode without having to talk about Deshaun Watson y'all I know y'all might have been looking for an update but I don't have one and I'm happy about it um, everything is looking like it's laying a little low. We're going to see what plays out in court. And if some come up, I'm going to let y'all know next week, but I'm just happy that we didn't have to bring that up. So I'm going to go ahead and wrap it up here, guys. Make sure you tune in this weekend to love and success and vitamin D love and success at 4 PM vitamin D at five on the Rocky road productions, Facebook page. Go ahead over there. If you haven't already and join the group, like the page, make sure you stay updated. You can go to Rocky Road Media, that's R-O-C-K-Y-R-O-A-D-M-E-D-I-A.com. You see my website at the bottom. Any update, anything you need, go on our websites, comment, like, share, and make sure you subscribe. We are going to be back. You know, you'll see me on Shade and Shenanigans next week. I also do Rants and Robes. I don't talk a lot about Rants and Robes, y'all, because I be... Only on that day is when I really remember because we just go on Instagram and we had some fun. We lay back, we be chill with y'all. So on Wednesdays at 830, kick it with us on Instagram at my Whitney B or at Rocky Road Productions LLC. We have a lot of fun. We post a lot of stuff and we do a lot. So make sure you stay up to date on everything we got going on. I appreciate everybody for everything that you guys do. For us, um, and especially for me, because I'm new in this, and y'all are showing me love, like love, and I love y'all back. So without further ado, peace out.